Why don't we start this with a, some positive affirmations? How about, you know that episode of Sex in the City where Charlotte goes to a seminar and they're like, would you like an affirmation? She's like, oh, sure. What, what would your positive affirmation be? It's a good question. I think I always think about the best advice I was given by someone. Oh, no. It's that unless you eat pussy, you ain't a dyke. And who gave you that advice? A strong Asian woman. No, that was the, they gave that to oh, Charlotte. That's right, I forgot about that. Oh my yeah. god, what an episode! What that show really had some moments. They wore shoes and they wore glasses. That's how you knew a lesbian in the nineties. <laughs> Not to mention, uh, I saw uh, someone tweeted that article this week again. I'm gonna of, get the the real answer, um, the real line. What was um, uh, remember that episode where you know Charlotte? I'm uh, sorry, uh, Samantha was dating that black guy, and the sister hated her because she was. Oh yeah. And there was a whole article written about how it's just that the angry white, uh, the angry the, black woman, the angry trait. black woman, and like that actress spoke out about it like years later. And I'm like, yeah, look, maybe this isn't a show that needs a reboot. <laughs> I think New York City didn't have black people until after 2004 because that's oh, when that Friends ended, and that's when Sex and the City ended, and that's yeah. when just like the African Americans just moved into town and be like, oh, we saw this show on Friends and Sex and the City, let's. Let's make it our own. Right, yeah, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. As well as um, uh, transsexuals. Tits on top, balls down below. Yeah. As Samantha would call them. What are we talking about bisexuality? Oh, I don't even think bisexuality exists. I think it's just a layover on the way to gay town. But Reese, if you're not going to eat pussy, you're not a dyke. <laughs> Can we say dyke? D word, D. We've said a lot of words on this podcast and I do mark it as explicit, so you know what? The song that RuPaul released, the one that ends in Chaser, I call it T-Redactor Chaser. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is like a bop, like it is a song, all you something, something, something. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. T-Redactor Chaser. Redacted. <laughs> Redacted for just sensitivity. It's like those Warner Brothers cartoons that does show like terrible depictions of terrible things back yeah. in last century where it's like, Warner Brothers does not condone of this. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. RuPaul did it, but it was a decade ago. Yeah, we, Ru really should do that. World of Wonder should just creep in those messages in yeah. every episode now. <laughs> um, wow, welcome <laughs> to uh, another episode of Not Another Drag Race Podcast. I should have said that earlier, but we're just having fun. You know why? Because we're how many weeks into lockdown now here in Melbourne, Australia? And bitch, it's it's not great. It's not great. Um, I My name is Reese. I'm sure you all know that. Uh, and joining me today is... Uh, not only uh, the former uh, voice, you might say, of uh, Joy FM here in Australia. Just Joy, just Joy. Joy is a Joy FM is a Christian radio station. Joy I'm FM not batting in for Australia. Jesus. No, but it's not FM. It's just Joy. Okay, Joy, just Joy, like, just ninety Jack. something point something. Ninety four point nine. But it doesn't matter because he's not even there anymore. Um, no, I'm here, but he's here with us on the podcast today, uh, and he just so happens to be my single bubble buddy. Uh, yeah. And like I said last time, he was on the pod to get through lockdowns. We need help, a little help from our friends. It's Dylan Joel. Hello, Dylan. Hello. I've been asked back for all stars. You've been asked back for all stars. Real. Um, just don't. How much money are you spending? Oh, <laughs> on this <laughs> industry. <laughs> nice industry. Du jour pants. Javiana thongs. Step one underwear. If you want to sponsor me, either. Any of these oh my companies. god, step one, this is the podcast you need to sponsor. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> big bitches, big asses, big thighs, great underwear. Oh god. And um, a nice little Coke Zero with a with a metal straw. Glass Coke no shit. I know, I glass. Think, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's some fancy shit. Um, yeah. how I mean, look, as I said, uh, we're so many weeks into lockdown at this point, and it's just um waning on a lot of us. Look, uh, we all get through this as best as we can, but 
how are you specifically? How are you going? Is Drag Race a fun little source of it is distraction for but you? You know what? I don't like that it's on Thursdays now because it used mm. to be the weekend. Like if it was just on a Saturday, that would be your Saturday. Like, oh my god, it's the weekend. We got to watch Drag Race, then we got yeah. to watch Untucked. Now it's like Thursday night where it's kind of like, oh, the week's sort of done. You're sort of tired, but you're not tired. Then you watch <laughs> that, and then you kind of go like, oh, what do we do on the weekend now? Yeah, it's true. I could say we, we could save the episode of Untucked for the weekend, but then you'd be like, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, you'd forget about it, and it's like, oh, why? It's it's. It's filler. You know, the trades all filler. killer, no filler. Yeah. Well, that's just all filler. Um, yeah, it's good. We started watching España, which is, you yes. have to be in the, it's like, it's like having, it's like how straight people describe sex in like sitcoms. You have to be in the mood. You can't have a headache. You have to be ready to go. <laughs> if you're rolling over in bed and it's like, oh, not tonight, babe. So, like like I've relate. been tired where I'm like, do I want to be reading the screen nonstop for, for 60 minutes? It is very good, mm. but you need to be like in in the mood. I can understand that. I am thinking of getting into Holland as well. Um, but uh, again, it's, um, it's tough because we are about to finish all stars six next week and the UK season three is about to begin. UK hun. Ding dang dong. Eventually in the next few months, Canada is also going to be kicking off. So it's, you know what guys, it's a time. (laughs) It's a, it's a time. Uh, and speaking, and just while we're in the, let's just go there guys. Lockdown shit. We all know it. Plenty of people across Australia are going through it right now. Uh, if you're listening internationally, uh, I'm sure you're going through your own COVID like shit. I had a friend so bored recently that when they made pizza, they like got some like jewels and they like worked it out and they actually made a guitar out of it. And I was like, that is so <laughs> inspiring. What a way to spend your time in quarantine. Yeah. Like, I, it's it's, it's inspired. It's an absolute inspired. Um, yeah, look, I uh, this lockdown, I'm going to be honest, I've had my times. I'm very pro-lockdown. I'm not anti-lockdown. I'm not anti-vax. You'd be I'm, uncle lockdown. I'm <laughs> essentially. I uh, But this lockdown has been really, like, I've struggled with this stuff before, but I just want to put it out there. The Like, Dylan's my bubble buddy because I decided to make one this week. I haven't had this whole lockdown, Lockie 6. I haven't had anyone... It's been four weeks. I haven't, I don't want to see anyone. Do you remember people? No, because I don't want to. I literally am not, like my dad was texting me, my friends, my friends text me like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, I literally don't want to talk to people. Yeah. Like the fact that I have to for my job every day is so fucking annoying. Your environment's clean. Like if you've been a month, you can either I be really clean. clean or really <laughs> like just, oh, there's a pile of Reese's feces in the corner, which is Well, not true. I mean, I'm okay with that because I live here, but yeah. you know, yeah. So look guys, uh, if you have the ability to You look to well. Have, Oh, thanks. Some fancy beauty really took care of that. Um, guys, if you have the ability to have a single bu- single buddy bubble, whatever it's called, uh, because you do live alone, I do encourage you to take uh, advantage of it. Um, the only reason I haven't is because I've been a moody bitch lately. Uh, and, and is that just the recent lockdown or the past 30 years? Well, the past 30 years was a different circumstance. I have new levels of bitch every week, and this one has reached a new height. You're the Meredith Brooks of Collingwood. Where's Meredith Brooks? I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother, okay. I'm a sinner, I'm a saint. We don't have the rights to that, but... Um, I think BC gets fired. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near the tune or the notes. <laughs> yeah, parody laws. Um, I don't even... This is sad. Don't Didn't know who sang that song. Meredith Brooks. I, I think part of me just assumed it was Alanis Morissette. <laughs> How bad is that? You need to listen to the Kylie, I know the Danny Minogue 90s listener podcast. I haven't listened to it, but I presume. There's a Danny Minogue podcast? She's got a podcast. She's got a podcast. There's a Danny Minogue podcast. About the 90s. About the 90s. It's it's a 90s podcast hosted by Danny Minogue. Okay, because um, she was, well, the 90s was her most successful period of her life. So I guess she would know. 
Guys, I think I'm going to call this segment that I introduced uh, recently. I was going to call it Tweets of the Week, but shit pops off on Instagram way too much. We need, we can't ignore that. I think I'm going to call it The Girls Are Fighting. Just call it So Social Media. <laughs> That's So Social Media. Uh, wanna be Jake Yonsei or whatever. I don't know. Bussy Queen. Bussy Queen. What is Jake Yonsei? Do I have to do the backing music? Da, 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 he da, has da, backing music? Da, like uh, Jake Yonsei. Have you ever watched Jake no, Yonsei? No, I don't want to. Da, 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 <laughs> what makes da, you think da, I want da, to? Da, da, um, please, please do not do this to me. Um, I have, I have a lovely soundboard here. If we need, um, maybe I should do. This is the official anthem to uh, the new segment that I'm now calling "The Girls Are Fighting." Yeah. Oh my god! Previously on Friends. <laughs> uh, that is literally uh, what was pre- uh, programmed into this little um, Rodecaster Pro podcasting system and it does the job hashtag not sponsored not sponsored but hey open and open like my hole let's be honest at this point (laughs) um you guys this week we all again let's just say we all saw this week's episode we know what happened we're going to talk about it later but let's get into it now the life alert worked the life alert (laughs) she was dying on stage she had her mother's life alert she came back bruce the the big thing that popped off on twitter uh this week was uh, Trinity K. Bonet. Now she has since posted uh, since her elimination this week, uh, you know, uh, don't send hate to my sisters, especially mm. Eureka. But what got my attention was earlier this week, before this episode aired, this was really fun. She kind of had to make things clear about her mood. Roxy Andrews style. Uh, not, I, I mean, she could have been clearer. Clear. She could have been Roxy Andrews level clear, but this was nowhere near that level. Uh, she had to make sure people knew she was not uh, as pissed as you think she was to watching the game within a game. She Mm. did say on Instagram, yes, I was pissed at first for, you know, for our day, our our day starts at 6am. We didn't go back into the workroom uh, after the runway to watch that shit until almost 11. And then we had to sit through the whole damn thing. You have no clue how long and hard that day was. I can't, uh, nor do I care to speak for any of my sisters at this point. The whole damn show cheered cheered them on as they should. And um, as, and then she said in all caps, I made the top four by myself. Interesting little, hmm. What, what the other people didn't? Well, I mean, they, Eureka or whoever won the limps, you know, game within a game wouldn't technically make it by themselves, I guess. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I was listening to something or reading something. I don't know. It's been a long week. I think it was this podcast. I think it was Tequila. <laughs> Maybe. Shout out Tequila. Um, where they were saying they should have just been de-dragging. Like it should have been like kicking yeah. and being like, oh, I'm taking off my lippy. And you see Ginger Minge. She did say that. And yeah. then it's like, that makes sense. Yeah. Rather we see them out of drag all the time. Yeah. What does it matter? You're like, telling me uh, you're Telling me Trinity... Cabernet is not a pink cat. <laughs> Where's the illusion? Well, she did go on to say that um, uh, I have all the right to feel some kind of way when your position is up for grabs. Completely agree. Like everyone was like, oh, she's mad because this thing is happening where a queen can come back. I'd be pissed too. I made it to the top four. Mm. And someone's going to come and take my position. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. I was talking to my partner. Should have been swapped. Should it have been... Now this week, oh, that like you the, become the, the top the... three, mm-hmm. like you are the top three, and then it's like actually it's a top four. The game within the game person goes in, goes automatically into the finale. Yeah, well then they wouldn't have a chance to win a challenge, which conveniently happened this week with the winner of the game within a game. <laughs> mm. 
Because yeah. what's, what's more crushing, being in the top four and be like, actually, no, it's the top five now. And then you're not in the top four. I think it's all crushing. I think that them doing it mid-season makes more sense. Mm. I think it makes more sense. But then that, how are you going to make an episode out of like bloody Serena Cha-Cha dancing with Jiggly, dancing with Silky and dancing with that? And then it's like... I don't know. I mean, well, they, that's the thing. They have to keep it fresh. They have to keep it every season. They need to do something different. And they kind of have. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the only time it's actually worked well was in All Stars 2 because it was such a gag. Yeah. And not only that, two people came back from an incredible, iconic mm. lip sync yeah. that's still loved to this day. Shut up and drive. And then uh, since then, it's been a little meh. Oh, the, the only gag of Chandra that happened in All Stars 3 was Ben kicking herself out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, uh, I fully am with uh, Trinity at this point. She did say she was, you know, moody at the time, but that doesn't mean... Uh, you can send hate and she's, you know, she wasn't pissed the whole time. Stop calling her moody. I think she had every right to be pissed. I feel like she was moody, but I'm not, I'm saying that to me and saying <laughs> that to you, not saying that to her. Well, she listens to this podcast. So you pretty much yeah. are saying it to her. I'm just saying cheer up love. <laughs> but then again, she's, she's going to be as successful as she is. And I'm, I'm going to keep on oh my God. doing my own thing. Trinity K. Bonet before All Star 6 was a superstar. Now, She's like a bona fide superstar. Like and it's a relevancy, like for the gays. Like, yeah, I started watching, uh, all, uh, like starting watching RuPaul's Drag Race season 10. It's like, well, you didn't watch season six. Now you know what TKB yeah. is. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is a TKB. They are legendary. Legendary. Uh, as legendary as their Beyonce and as legendary as that pink kitty that should have won the challenge last week, I'm just saying. Um, um, mm, mm, last, mm. last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, Drag top shit. Yeah, I mean that was the most. If I was a kid, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, give it to the cat. Yeah, give it to the cat. We love a pink pussy. Um, are you? No, I know you're not the hugest Eureka fan in the world. No, but a lot of fans, toxic fans, are being fatphobic to Eureka! Exclamation mark. Disgusting. Yeah, it's just like why, babes? Why to them? You, I mean, this is. The drag race fandom we've discussed on this podcast a lot is I, I, to the point where sometimes I don't want to be associated with them. No, I want to. I want to. I want to enjoy this show, and I do enjoy talking about it to the point where I made a fucking podcast about it. But my god, why do I want to be in a community of people who would do that to other human you beings? You kind of want to be like the Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. It's like I'm not a regular mum. I'm a cool mum. I'm not a toxic <laughs> drag race fan. I'm a cool drop. Yeah, there are multiple genres of Drag Race fans and I'm in the one that doesn't send Queen's disgusting, abusive messages online. And uh, that makes me better than you. (laughs) Yeah. That that makes us better than your fucking asses. Um, I think it's disgusting and I am a little... Look, this could be me uh, being a super hypocrite because I'm, I'm not a fan of super sensitive online children who take everything to heart and cry victim about everything. Mm. But um, I have noticed since this episode this week, and again, we've all seen it. We know who the final four are. Two big girls, two not big girls. The numbers are very, very, very in favour of the not big girls. Mm. The, the, the online fandom are Team Kylie and Team Raja. Raja's very popular. Like I, the, we, can't, we can't see likes in, in an Instagram post on the official page, but you can see comments. Raja is winning. I can see likes. you got to change the Instagram settings, girl. Oh. <laughs> but no, Raja and Kylie have the most likes by far. Like, they're eclipsing Ginger and Eureka. Yeah. And the most retweets. Like, it's... it's uh, I, And you know what? 
guys, I'm going to say it now. I was going to say it later, but I'll say it now. Not super keen on the idea of Eureka winning, but Ginger, Kali, Raja, any of them win, I'm mm. fucking happy. Do you want some facts? Yeah. The first four people to speak in the promo are the top four. Interesting. And Eureka's line was, like a phoenix rising from the mother tuck and ashes. That's been her storyline. Oh, that has been her storyline because RuPaul made it that her storyline. <laughs> she's the phoenix. She's a bit burned, a bit singed, but she's ready to go. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a conspiracy <coughs> for everyone. It's Paramount Plus promos can't lie, you know. It's a mountain of ent- entertainment. Uh, <laughs> look, I no matter what happens next week, uh, besides Eureka winning, I <laughs> am going to be happy. I really am. And I just, I, it kind of annoys me that... It, the narrative really has been, and I've seen people um, put out, uh, yeah, I'm team Kylie and team Raja to mm. the point where I'm like, okay. We've already had two winners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go? do the double crowning again, guys. Let's, Let's try have to a triple crowning. Oh my God. But like, I just, it's, it's, it's worrying to me. It's worrying to me that the fandom really are so binary in um, what they perceive to be winner worthy drag. Like it's, uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of gross. Yeah, it's really gross. A triple crowning is the only way Trinity's going to win the season. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> not the Trinity, just our Trinity. Our Trinity. Yes. <laughs> um, guys, let's get into this week's episode. Um, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't into it. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe it's because this week has been really shit. Lockdown's really getting to me. Um, but. I love watching Drag Race because it makes me like super happy. Like, yeah, this is my show. Um, but yeah, uh, this week was an interesting one. Uh, let's just say, let's just kick it off with what we all saw and what we all know. The winner of the game within a game was announced as Miss Eureka mm. over Silky and her riveting heartfelt storyline of um, her mother losing a lot of weight. Uh, to since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson, yeah, um, and Eureka's dead mum. Eureka's dead mum. Since you've been gone, and then the next line being, "I can breathe for the first time." Mm. I'm so moving on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But Silky Nutmeg and Ash, <laughs> the Doctor, the Reverend, legendary. I think she has been put up there. She, she carried has been that put episode. Up there. Um, and then just <laughs> her being like, "You sure?" Part of me was thinking like. RuPaul loves her so much that um, part of me thought like, oh no, actually you're both through or like, sorry, Eureka. <laughs> yeah. You didn't, you didn't ask like if yeah. I was sure. <laughs> well, can we, um, while we're on the subject of Miss Silky, uh, I listened to uh, Hot Gossington's uh, mm-hmm. by uh, Willem and Alaska on yep. the podcast Race Chaser, which um, I, th- I believe was the premier drag race podcast. So uh, I guess I have to tip my, my hat to our founding fathers. Mothers. Who's voting that? Oh, the first one, the first Drag Race podcast. I think. Well, I think that Drag Race podcast existed before them. It's just that they were the ones that like fucking <laughs> annihilated the competition. Mm. Um, uh, they uh, Willem mentioned on Hot Goss this week that after la- so they did the game within a game episode uh, of of Race Chaser, and um, Willem kind of was in the same kind of realm as me last week, which is that he was kind of calling out situations that production kind of could have gotten really messy with and kind of questioning the authenticity of Silky's numerous wins. Mm. Um, as I said last week, I think questioning that isn't wrong because we know how this show operates. 
But uh, Willem has uh, not exactly uh, said that Silky's a fucking fake or people. Mm. She, she's like didn't deserve it. She didn't say that at all. But that didn't stop people from having a go at Willem online all week and sending Willem like, "How dare you! Like, you know, you just you just hate her. You're a hateful queen, guys." I don't know who needs to hear this, but just because you're not a 100% super fan of a human being doesn't automatically mean that you hate them. No. You can find faults in anything in life. It doesn't mean that I'm they sure are the devil. I'm sure if people said bad things about Essendon, you'd be like, oh. If people said bad things about Essendon, I'd be like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Guys, Essendon are a football team. I know a lot. Of, a lot of listeners may not know that or, or care too much about the sport of football, but that is the that is my team, and they are playing in a final tomorrow, and I'm very nervous. Um, I say tomorrow because then they know we're recording it. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> we the illusion the is gone. Um, yeah, look, I I am personally someone who is like I feel what I feel about entertainers mm. or whatever. And but people it can is, get very like, well, that's my bitch, and you're talking about her. You talking about her? Well, I'm, people say shit about Jan all the time, and I was a huge fan of her this season. Yeah. People feel how they feel. I'm, who am I to say that they're wrong in how they feel? Like, it's just the way it is. And uh, unless you're infringing upon someone's right to exist, <laughs> I don't really think it's necessary for people to um, be so disgusting towards each other. So just because you guys disagree with Willem or just might have disagreed with me last week, it doesn't matter. It mm. truly doesn't matter. And I think it is really gross. And Willem did mention on, on Hot Goss a lot of those uh, messages did come from empty Twitter accounts mm. with no profile and five followers. So yeah. it's not like those people uh, are making their voices heard uh, with, with gusto. They're just created accounts to be hateful. Yeah. And Something we can all agree on is that Jan, Jan, she's a man. <laughs> can we agree on that? Yeah, because I saw okay. that picture she posted on Insta the other week and I was like, okay, Jan's a cute boy. Yeah, yeah. Jan is a cute boy and a stunning queen. But you know what? Silky did fucking turn it last week. Mm. Uh, whether you have questions like Willem had and like I had about how certain props and shit were able to be, you know, con constructed or... Give a creative bitch birthed. a few weeks in a hotel room and she'll be keen to make anything out of yeah. everything. And after she tweeted what she did last week where she clarified that stuff, I was like, okay, that's the way it is. And I'm sure maybe Willem didn't see those either when they recorded the pod, so who knows? So yeah. it's just everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Like this is – this <laughs> again, and I'll quote Willem again, uh, it's just drag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, guys, we love this show and we love, we love drag and we love queer artists uh, being fucking amazing on television, but it is just drag. It's just fun. And it's just reality television. Should we be tearing each other apart when Levi's has a pride collection that we can all bond over? How ugly it is. Let me and tell you. Let me tell you. There is the only thing better than being queer is when corporations use it to make some dollars. Yeah. There's nothing. Wow. Thank you, Levi's, for your incredible support of the queer community. And for sponsoring this week's mini challenge. Um, by the way, when Eureka did come back in the workroom, what did you, what did you make of the reaction? Do you think they were like, oh, I genuinely thought it was going to be Silky? Because mm. I thought it was kind of obvious it was going to be Eureka. I wanted it to be Silky. You want it in both or just Silky? Um, part of me thought both would be more likely. Mm. 
uh, and then it could go. Because they've already done a million episodes this year, so what's another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I just, my, my, my head was saying both. My heart was saying Silky. Okay, that's fine. Because we've seen, we've seen a lot of Eureka. We have. And, you know, a lot of those times we saw her um, skate through without uh, being put in the bottom where she kind of belonged. But, you know, that is the way it is. That's how Rue wants to run his little, his little show. Yeah. T. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Levi's and a mini challenge. The mini challenge that didn't really make a lot of sense. No, uh, it didn't. They had to make outfits with the Levi's uh, merch. They had to make the merch, merch look uglier than it already did. Tackier. <laughs> Guys, as I said, wasn't super into this episode. Don't really care. But let's just say Kylie looked amazing. She did. And Mostly what, because of the wig. Was the, the idea to make RuPaul laugh? Was it to match the photos the most? It, the was idea, it the was, idea, the the idea was to wear Levi's Pride merch. Yeah. What did they say? I think Trixie said on the pit stop this week she was she was forced to do a, a big, because um, they sponsored the pit stop as well. She, she was forced to do like a introduction where she was like, Levi's have been supporting the, the LGBTQ plus community for this many years and they're doing it by proceeds going to the, this and that. Uh, I don't care. Mm. Um, sorry, I am one of those people where every year at Pride March uh, here in Melbourne, it's Midsummer. Uh, in obviously in uh, Sydney, it's Mardi Gras. I am someone who's a little uh, with the corporations about the corporations. Mm. I'm a little. Uh, do you know one that was really interesting? Actually, a few years back, they could have been doing it every year since. I'm not sure, but a few years back, I saw on uh, LinkedIn. Of all places, because <laughs> I had a connection who uh, worked for Are You OK Day. Yep. They did a march uh, in Mardi Gras. They didn't do a float or anything. They just, like, a group together and marched down uh, uh, the parade. Mm-hmm. And their big thing was the most muscular, chiseled white men you could ever see in your Sorry, life. Sorry, was this the Star Observer? Was this Are You OK? <laughs> this was Are You OK? Okay. Uh, and the their whole thing was... These Adonises, mm. these white Adonises walking in yellow Speedos that say, are you okay on the back? That's very Sydney Mardi Gras. It's also really gross that a mental health charity mm. felt like the best thing to do to celebrate queer pride is march super masculine athletic Adonises in white Adonises uh, down in Speedos. And how many of them would have... Done what the lady in Sex and the City, like, unless you're going to eat pussy, you know, just like, <laughs> well, unless do, you're going to be know, LGBTI, you know. I do know a few, I've seen a few, I saw a few of the people in that little group and they were gay men that I know of, but. um, From the, from the, from the social medias. From the social medias. Um, so if I don't really care that they were gay or not, it's just that you're a mental health charity and you're, what are you doing here exactly? Because mm. as someone who's not, who doesn't look like that and has issues and has had scarring issues about body image and stuff in the past, I I can tell you I didn't feel okay. Isn't that no. the whole point of your organisation? I didn't feel okay. No. Do you want to talk about it? No, because people actually mentioned in the LinkedIn comment section of that post the, the same kind of things I felt and they responded with, they didn't really care. You had a good time. Yeah. I, I used to be a thing about, like I used to be on the edge of like, well, why is Disney marching? Why is this person marching? Why is this company marching? Why is marching? the Victorian transport <laughs> like they had a bus go down a tram a tram go tram down tram. like what <laughs> i was very much like why are the corporations doing that but then Coles, you got to think about 
that this is the employers and their mm. employees, the employees being like, we celebrate our LGBTQIA plus employees so much and we mm. bleed diversity. We do this and we do stuff more than just pride March. We have pride groups that this is a really great place to work that it's, it's showing off that. I like that. There's more to it than just showing up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I do every other day. Well, uh, I need I need a little. It, it looks like they're doing it because it's an opportunity to show that they're inclusive. I need them to prove that they're inclusive. You know what I mean? Yeah, it and would be Levi's getting LGBTQI plus designers, queer designers mm. designing the pride stuff rather yeah. than just slapping on some pronouns and be like. They, them, he, she, her, he, him, we. we. It's like. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Who went on Canva and designed that for five minutes? <laughs> it did look like a Canva font, I'm not going to lie. As someone who uses Canva almost on a daily basis. And then work. just badges. <laughs> Let's put the trans flag there. And it's like. Yeah, there was a bad. there was a denim jacket that literally just had like trans flags just placed yeah. on the right side of the denim. I'm. Anyway. At least it's not the trains flag. <laughs> like least... RuPaul tweeted once. <laughs> Train's life matters. <laughs> Choo-choo. Yeah, Rue was very uh, uh, very sure to make sure he tweeted that, but not an actual message about the Black Lives Matter movement last year. No. Nope. You guys, uh, Kylie did serve, and I think uh, it was because she's just fucking stunning, and that's why she won and she the mini won challenge. the entire collection. <laughs> Is that what she won? She won the entire collection. She didn't win money. Let's just say the person who won the challenge, not that we're going to give spoilers away, um, they won $5,000 from Levi. Oh, okay. Kylie, right. she won the collection. Cool. So. Cool, 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 cool. Hope she gets that shift to her house. She's not like, here's the collection. Put it in your suitcase. Yeah, I'm sure she was just waiting at her doorstep for that package this week when the episode finally aired to get a big prize. Like, oh, finally I can wear my denim jacket with an embroidered trans flag on it. Okay, well. Kylie, you looked great. The others were good too, but um, Kylie, you looked great. Mm. I mean, at least it wasn't Kitty Kitty Litter or other stuff that we've had. (laughs) The Kitty Litter. What was the what was the purpose of uh? Well, yeah. What was the Squatty Potty one? Oh God, I can't remember. What was the bees? What did they do bees Bees, for? Was that for something? Oh, the bee. It was a charity thing, wasn't it? For the Bee Conservatory. Sure. Something like that. Or the B movie. Or like honey. That's from 2007. <laughs> the B movie. <laughs> With guest judges Renee Zellweger and Jerry Seinfeld. I am I'm wait, I'm awaiting the day Jerry Seinfeld becomes a guest judge. You on better Drag believe Race. it. <laughs> He'll just be sitting there like, You're fantastic. Yeah. You looked great. What's the deal with tucking? <laughs> I don't know anything about tucking. Can you tell me about it? Uh anyway. It's sad that that's true. It's sad that that's how we are going to. I've got so many fun facts for you. Fun fact, the person that came up with the Seinfeld theme also came up with the Will and Grace theme. Oh, that's good. Yeah, come on. Is that person queer? They're alive. All right. Isn't Everett a little bit queer now that Levi's gets <laughs> I mean, the whole Pride collection is available for anyone to wear. So we're all a little bit queer. Let's um let's see how many Levi references we can make in this <laughs> in the rest of this episode. Fun little game for everyone listening. Take a drink because we're in lockdown and this is shit. Take just, a drink every time we mention Levi. <laughs> I just love Levi's pride selection so much. I just feel like it's in my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, oh my god, it's the maxing challenge. 
you guys as the maxi challenge and this maxi challenge is the maxi challenge of all maxi challenges because whoever makes it through this week is going to be in the finale top four of all star six or five you don't know if they're all going to go through if you haven't watched the whole episode <laughs> yeah if you haven't if watched like- the whole episode sorry about all this shit <laughs> but uh i was i okay let's just say what it was the charisma uniqueness nerve and talent monologues now uh on the pit stop this week, I think it was. Um, <laughs> I I didn't realize this until they said it, until Nicole Byer said it. By the way, how great was Nicole Byer being on the pit stop this week? I fucking love her so much. She has the greatest podcasts in the world. She has multiple of them. Love her so much. Um, they mentioned it's a pun on vagina monologues. Yeah. Cunt monologues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally didn't click. I literally thought they were just like, well, we've done this challenge four times before. How do we make it Ma'am. different? They have not done this challenge before. They've done- It's not a comedy challenge. Have you been to The Moth? No, 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 no. Have you been to it like a charity slam, not a charity slam, a poetry slam? No, I haven't. That is not a comedy challenge. I know. This is storytelling. This is oratory. Same- This is not stand-up. Same vibes as the one-woman show in season 12. That was a comedy show. It wasn't a comedy show. It was a one-woman show. It was about telling a story. That's what Whoopi said. Whoopi Goldberg was the story that gives- Gives us feels and life was the prompt. Yeah, but the one woman show wasn't a wasn't make it funny. No, but neither was the one woman show in season twelve. Whoopi said she isn't a comedian, but she can tell a mean story, and that's how she did her successful one woman show. No, but she's not. Whatever. I'm just saying they've done this kind of a challenge before, and I just thought it's just typical of them to be like, "How do we make this seem different? Let's just put charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent in front of it." Like. (laughs) That's just what we do. Um, but you guys, uh, they all had to write uh, a monologue and uh, perform it in front of the judges, including a very special guest judge. What was his name? Alex Mapper. I uh, know. Oh, sorry. Our special guests who helped them with the monologues were Alex, Alex Mapper and Jermaine Fowler, who's fine as hell. I love him. Yeah, uh, which which secret celebrity drag race, which has been renewed, by the way, in season whatever. Then Can't wait. Which one was he? He was in the first episode, and um, was with with the Shits Creek teeth guy. No, uh, no, no, he was Lonnie he was Love. in the first episode with um, uh, our friend from Younger, Nico Tortorella, mm. and uh, someone else. I think an, 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 a young actor on Thirteen Reasons Why, maybe. And that um, was the episode where they did something. They did Snatch Game, and he did uh, Kavina Hart, not Kevin Hart, Kavina oh. Hart for Snatch Game. He did not win. But it's okay. Uh, Jermaine Fowler. Oh, and someone did uh, I Love Lucy. Yes. N- Lucy Nico did, uh, did Lucy and um, the other person won by doing, uh, I can't remember. But <laughs> I so do remember that episode. episode. That was the good one. Uh, no, that episode of Secret Celebrity Drag Race was the Better. one with uh, Trixie, Bob and Monet. Yeah. And I did enjoy it because it filled time in my day. Mm. But um, let's just say I don't need that show to come Which back. hopefully this podcast does for you at home. Yeah, you guys, you especially this week was such a riveting episode to talk about. Mm. Um, yeah, Jermaine Fowler and Alex Mapper were uh, helping the Queens with their monologues, which was really great. Which he's aged in 10 years, Alex Mapper. Oh, he really has. But he's like 56. Well, I mean, yeah, 40 to 50. So either he looked better 10 years ago, like he looked great for his age then, or he just looks 56 now. Well, we've all been through it in the past year. Yeah. <laughs> I can say that for myself. Um, but also as a guest judge, this episode was Justin uh, Simon. 
Samin, yeah. Samin. Which his Wikipedia page would have been visited a few times. <laughs> and I did look at it. He's behind Dear White People, the movie turned TV series. And he's also conveniently signed a deal with Paramount Television Studios. Oh, well, isn't that Isn't convenient. that a quinky dink? It's Viacom CBS, so it's Paramount. Isn't blah, that Synergy. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> I'm so I'm so whatever about and this I went episode. to his, I went to his personal life section and yes I confirm gay homosexual yep the G in the LGBTQI yeah. he loves cool. the pride collection at Levi's uh, I'm surprised he didn't wear it on the on the judging panel what Blind a missed Rupert opportunity Isle. I'm pretty sure what's her name Goldie Baldy Goldie Baldy Zoldy Zoldy Zoldy. <laughs> Zoldy did Zoldy design like something from the Levi's collection for RuPaul to wear. Well, Zoldi should do it next year for Levi's Pride campaign. Hello? Mm. You heard it here first. Um, yeah, special guest judges aside, um, this Talking challenge... about the real judges, though. Why what? wasn't Ross on the stage? Who's what do you meant mean? to be oh. the hilarious Ross Matthews. Now give it to Carson, who's great <laughs> at fashion. Well... Like, it's not a lot of synergy. When there's, no, there's the rotating hosts, it's like uh, the judges. There's really not, yeah. It's It's... Uh, not not very planned out. Let's just be honest. He's been billed as the hilarious Ross Matthews. Like I know this wasn't a make you make you laugh challenge, but who's better at telling a story? Carson can tell me a story about a great outfit that he's wearing. But Ross is like. Tip, can I be honest with you though? What I feel like Ross has more significant style on the show than Carson does. <laughs> it's bossy Rossy. <laughs> I got to ask you, Dylan, what would you do for a monologue? As you said, not th- a comedy challenge. I thought the prompt was the first time you're in fucking drag. <laughs> oh, you thought most that was of them the... Did. Oh, well, yeah, that is what most of them did. Uh, but what like, would I do? I don't know. Talking about... Oh, no. Well... It has to make you feel. You either have to say that uh, you're... Your guardian angels RuPaul or reference RuPaul's favourite movie in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I truly don't know either. I think mine would probably be like I've said this. I've done a public speaking thing before where I talked about my experience with the marriage equality vote oh, in yeah, 2017. Yep. Yep. Um, I've, so I've already 18. done that before. Yeah. And I did in typical me fashion d- didn't make it um, completely sad. I threw mm. in some little jokes and I threw in some little things. But um, I cried myself to sleep most nights, but sometimes I laughed myself to sleep. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just say that. Let's mm. just say that. Um, but that's the closest thing I can think of, to be honest with you, because I don't really, I don't really feel like talking about my family history, mm. and I don't feel like talking about uh, sexual history. It like, just feels like RuPaul's trauma drag race. Thank you. Like just like I didn't say it. Dylan said it. I didn't say it. Dylan said it. Yeah, it's like oh, I was a young gay boy, like. Part of me could think. Haven't we had that three times this season already? As much as I love Ginger's story, I'm like, how authentic was it? (laughs) Like, I I was expecting the totally different way. It's weird when it's like so accepting. Can I? Now we're on the subject. I was expecting Ginger to kill it this week. I think she did. You think she did? I think she did. All right, we'll talk about when she's like, oh, she's too good. I'm like, 
she's good at what she does. <laughs> like Eureka was very conversational, which mm. is if that that's what they wanted. Yes. Like the others were like pretending like they're on their own freaking Netflix special with like, can you believe it? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, just tell me a story. If it was <laughs> yeah. just tell me a story. Yeah. Eureka. But for the prompt of the story that gives me gives us feels and life. Yeah. He's shitting on stage. <laughs> that gives me feels. But doesn't give me life. Uh, it doesn't give me either. Mm. Didn't give me anything. Like very conversational. Yes. Tick that box. You didn't answer my question though. <laughs> what would you do? <laughs> I don't know. Something like, oh, I don't know, getting a cat and <laughs> loving my cat. And like. It's, you do love your cat. It's like. Do you want to give uh, Seamus uh, the Instagram plug? Yeah. At Seamus Joel Fox. He's posted today about him sleeping on a cushion. Um, I don't know. Something <laughs> about that, like the story of like he needed me, but I needed him more and blah, 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 blah. We bonded. It's nice to have someone to look after. Uh-huh. He looks after me. Like, in the end, it has to be emotional and like chug at your heartstrings. Well, you, we're not going to win an Emmy this season without that. That's for sure. No. no. It, uh, yeah, guys, I'm really, I've said this before, especially, um, well, I definitely talked about it on the Pink Table Talk episode, but that managed to get completely wiped from my computer. <laughs> so none of you have heard it. But uh, I've mentioned it a few times since. Uh, RuPaul's trauma race is not fun for, mm. for us to watch because um, it, uh, it, I'm kind of on the fence about this. I'm, if, if I talk about it as much as I want to, I might contradict myself. So let me just say in general, I don't fuck with it that much, but I do understand how it can be uh, a positive thing to have on the show. People can relate to stories like this. People can hear this and hear like uh, the queens that they love. Uh, talking about an experience that they might have uh, can relate to and be like, oh, my God, that's um, good to hear. However, it can also be terrible and triggering for people. Yeah, it's like Shit's Creek was so good because it wasn't like... Preachy? Preachy. They didn't go through like some sort of gay trauma. They didn't do this. They didn't no, they yeah. Just, they were gay. and David that, was just living his life. You just... They were gay and that was the thing and that was celebrated, but it wasn't celebrated. It's like, you've triumphed and It just you've done was... It was just It's just it. like you've celebrated that because it was a wedding. Yeah. So that was nice where it doesn't have to be like, oh, good on them for just... Yeah, look, this... The whole trauma stuff, I, I am also... I should say also, by the way, I am not a huge fan of that aspect of how it could be incredibly triggering for people. Mm. But in, 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 in it's, but it's because it's in an environment where we don't need to deal with that shit. Like mm. a drag competition is not something I should watch and be worried that there's going to be something mm. that could be triggering. I am also of the mindset, and this is where people might think I'm a hypocrite, other people aren't responsible for your own triggers. So like if you're watching something that does trigger something uh, emotional in you, it's not their fault. Take a week off. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, it's something that happened. It reminds me of what happened with Demi Lovato earlier this year when they went into a cookie shop and they went on a huge, huge online rant on Instagram about how they were um, the, the shop had uh, fat-free cookies and sugar-free cookies and gluten-free cookies and the regular ones were like at the back. And she was like, how dare you, like for people who are struggling with their body image issues and stuff like that, like how dare you promote that stuff before the regular stuff? And like, I just want a regular one. And people are like, bitch, first of all, not everyone has the same issues you do. Mm. And some people need sugar-free or gluten-free because that's just their body. They might be gluten intolerant. They might not be able to genuinely have sugar because they have diabetes. Like, mm. And the whole concept was, bitch, not everyone is responsible for your triggers. 
And I was like, yeah, you're it's right. It's not exactly rows of husks. You're not exactly on a bus. It's no, like, exactly. Just walk a few, unless it's the biggest cookie shop in the world. <laughs> yeah. Just get your freaking cookies. Buy your fucking cookies. And it wasn't. It was a mum and pop shop in West Hollywood. Like who yeah. fucking cares? Get, get, with her consent, go into Silky's bra and get all those things. <laughs> you get the milk as well. You get the ice. You get the drink. Now that is a cookie shop I want to go to. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we've gotten off track, but it's okay because these monologues were so boring. I couldn't give a this shit. This is your monologue. This is my monologue, you guys. I'm going to win this challenge. Um, let's Okay, let's just go through them. Trinities, what do you think? She looked fab um, pandering to RuPaul when she was like, oh, I'm, status. Not, I'm, not, I'm not your no, status good. Mention that as many times as you like. Be the ambassador, be the advocate. But love like it, when she it. was like, RuPaul is everyone's guardian angel. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not your guardian angel. It's like. Yeah, no, I agree. It was very, um, it was very. Whether the producers to, were reading through that and like, oh, we love that, but is there a way they could bring it back to RuPaul? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently RuPaul, um, being a show that was on television, um, saved someone's life. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. Look, I'm sure. I'm, I don't doubt it, it for a sli- in the slightest bit. I'm sure Shit's Creek did as well. <laughs> but um, I oh, yeah, I it, it was she told a story well. It was fine. Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't going to win, but. It wasn't going to win, but it was fine. What about Kylie? It was her, uh, talking about her first time, not only uh, in drag, but experiencing uh, a drag queen. And the fact that she uh, came home from military school. Mm. Interesting. It was a bit like sit up love. Like I know that being very like conversational, very this, talking to the microphone. Oh, she did just sit like, down. I just didn't. Sit and lean. Yeah, sit, and, sit lean. and lean. Like very like intimate and do this. But I want to fact check something. Yeah. Is anyone that is homosexual, yeah. that shops at the pride section of the Levi's store. The only Name one. Donald. 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 The gang friend was called Donald. I want to fact check if anyone <laughs> gay is called Donald. Are you being namist on my Probably. podcast? I did like the line. You've already dropped the D slur. Now you're being <laughs> namist that, toward Donald. Um, that Donald was gayer than two Guys blowing five guys. <laughs> that was good. That was a funny one. Uh, that was fun. Also, not worth the win. Well, yeah. <laughs> like if it was, if it was the week of safes and lows. Safe, guys. To be honest with you, that's, I, I don't think anyone deserved to win this week. They were all good, it. but none fine. of them were great. They were yeah. fine. Uh, Miss Ginger Minge, now you did mention that she was good. And I, I, I look, she was good. Mm. Um, and you were like, oh, she's too good to the point where That's it what seems. I said. Well, I understand to a, to a degree because she really, she was very rehearsed. I do, I did get that vibe. I get the vibe that's that not she. not the whole point. To sound rehearsed, to sound good, to sound confident, to sound like you. If you're paying money to do a show, do you want to see someone that pauses like Raja did? Well, I mean, it's tough. Personally, I, I can only really go off my just vibe watching it because I don't go see monologues. I, I don't know if Melbourne has that much of a culture of like monologues. Yeah, the moth. Like, they, yeah, that's okay. popular. Cal Wilson hosts that. Well, I just, uh, yeah, I'd love to go to one some night when, when COVID Handy. finally leaves our yeah. fucking shores. But um, uh, yeah, I just, when I was watching Ginger, I was like, she's not missing a beat, but to that's the point the where, point. but no, to, to, the be point, to the point where it just, it, uh, I, I genuinely can't explain. I just I like Eureka was more conversational. It sounded like she was having a chat to you. Yeah, it just seems like Ginger was talking at us. Yeah, 
I can't explain it. I love Jinja and I kind of wanted to win. But it's but also it's probably just... hard because at the moth you have a whole crowd and you can be like, yeah, engage with them. You said four bitches with bloody a screen connected. Yeah. Like, connecting But them. there were a few pauses in Jinja. I'm going to be honest. When Jinja was doing her monologue, there were some pauses where I'm like, she, she is pausing here because she told herself, this is where you pause. It wasn't a natural thing. You know what a I mean? lot of them tried to have that added gravitas of like, oh my God. I went to the toilet yesterday. <laughs> it was life changing. Like very much like if it's if it's a story that has gravitas and as it is special, yeah. and it does give us life and gives us everything that we need. Yeah, you don't need to like talk as in like, oh my god, I drove my car today, <laughs> and I felt like it was driving me. <laughs> um, uh, I don't think you would win with that, but okay. No. Um, Raja, what do you think about Raja? Because I've got to be honest, can't remember what she's talking about. Pauses, bunny tape, Victoria Lee Mack was her drag name. What was the story about? Uh, She she had a tail made out of masking tape, her tuck. Don't don't use masking tape to tuck. I remember that part. Do you feel like she blended into the background? Because she wears her all purple and the background was very purple. (laughs) It was like that floating head challenge. (laughs) (laughs) It's like she was Mrs. Stanky. Uh, honestly, I don't remember anything Raja said. Was I in some sort of like fever state on Thursday night? Because I don't remember a lot of what this, <laughs> these come on. Funny. Like she was very like, like very like, yeah. Well, um, because I don't remember it, I'm going to say it was unmemorable and therefore it was fine and probably shouldn't win. Mm. But Eureka's, I really did try to pay attention. I, am I the only one who felt like she was kind of, kind of the opposite of Ginger Minge where she wasn't rehearsed at all and it might have been a bit of a detriment because I felt like I felt like she was maybe it's just because I hate Eureka apparently. But uh maybe it's I don't think just, that's apparently I think that's a thing. <laughs> shut but. up. Shut up. Uh I just wasn't um I wasn't enthralled by anything she was talking about and I wasn't engaged. Mm. Is that just me? It's fine it if it's just more me. stream of consciousness. Well, that's the thing. Uh, to be stream of consciousness, it's like a whole other ball game. And I, I, I know some YouTubers who have done that who are actually like comedians mm. who do a great job with that. But this wasn't, um, I just, I wasn't um, sitting here like, I'm glad I'm listening to this. At the end <laughs> like, of her story, she was telling me how she smelled crazy. Her, her drag sister, her drag daughter, her drag relative was like, you smell crazy and you're half naked. I'm like, well, she's half naked. She probably smells crazy on stage. Like was the, the vibe I was getting, but it was the most conversational. It didn't have the added gravitas of like, oh my god, this story will change your life. No, uh, none of them did, which is why I thought this challenge was so. I just, I just didn't like it, and I have I said this yet on the podcast? No, I haven't. Um, let me say, declarative statement from me, Reese, the host of this podcast. I think we've gotten into a habit where the penultimate episode of each season of all stars and maybe each season of the regular series is such a throwaway fillerette because that has happened for a while now. It happened on season three with my best drag friends, brides, mm. maids wedding trip. Season two was good. Season two was good because the, the mums came and that mm. was exciting. Um, Unfortunately, though, yeah, the that one of of uh, season three was literally just we're only here to make sure Morgan Michaels goes home again. Yeah, season four was uh, sex and the kitty girl, mm. and we all remember that, don't we? Not okay. exactly for the right reasons. Why can't they all have fallen out of the window? <laughs> and uh, season five was the stand up comedy challenge, which I got. I, I I thought this last year, and I'll say it again. 
it's very weird to have the challenge that determines who makes it into the finale of All Stars be a stand-up comedy challenge. It's, yeah, it's very... Like, you know you're fucked. Absolutely At least they didn't fucked. have notepads on, like, last year. Where <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I just... Um, that was such a weird challenge because you knew once you heard that's what the challenge was, you knew Blair was going home. Yeah. And it's such a it's such a specific skill. It's not mm. like... I prefer. I miss the days when design challenges were what made you get into the finale, like the the balls. They used to do the balls in top five, top four. But then you get less looks. You can yeah, have like thirty two looks. It's if still you've a got better like challenge. Still left. It's still a way better challenge, though. Yeah, that's just that's just how I feel. And this this All Star Six was the same way, you guys. Uh, this was a very throwaway app. But you know, you know what I love. We got a runway. Yeah. We got a runway. Bring it to the runway. Runway. And the category was uh, fashion faux pas. Fashionable fashion fail. Yeah. Um, failing fashions. Uh, dresses or whatever that uh, aren't perfect because you flopped in some way. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Jan was going to have her outfit, but it was accidentally covered in paint. <laughs> it was paint everywhere. Um, let's get into this. Do you want to get into this? I am ready. Trinity K. Bonet looks amazing. Yes. If it was any other week, she would be nyasing her way home. She really would. It's just that, um, I mean, those, those sleeves, you guys, that, that purple dress was amazing. The, um, lavender sleeves that like were so puffy up top. Oh my God. It's just so regal and oh there's this drag this could have been like a finale runway yeah like a best drag runway but then you, she turned around and oh there's all these safety pins in the back holding the COVID kilos COVID kilos triggered <laughs> right um yeah she she had to make put her dress back together with giant freaking safety pins did you notice oh towards the end of the God. episode what the safety pins were gone and it was all zipped up. <laughs> she is a pass this week because she's too afraid to be ugly. Like she's too afraid to actually fail. She didn't really fail. She added like, <laughs> oh, no, I did this. But it's like, you didn't really. I don't it's know. like having a, like a little dot of like, I don't know, something from lunch that you can't really see. It's like, oh, sorry, I'm so messy. I've got this. It's like. <laughs> you mm. mean me right now? My yeah. shorts? Um, yeah. Look, because the runway is like, you know, fashion fails. I was expecting it's fashion, it's not fail. You failed at the failure. Yeah, I, it, she didn't really hit the brief and that is what usually what I go off when it comes to judging these runaways. So I am going to give it a pass as well. Um, by the way, guys, if you're new to the pod, we do a game of Nyas or Pass. So. Lola uh, Blades. <laughs> thank you, Lola Blades. Um, I mean, if, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, what the fuck are you doing? Go back and listen to all of them, yeah. please. You got locked down, you got nothing else going <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. Uh, next on the runway is Raja and um, I liked hers a lot. It yeah. was a um, it was a dress. Did you get the, what? Did you get the throwback? The throwback to her season eleven entrance with those earrings that Sugar Cane was like, "You better staple them to your ear." She's wearing the same earrings. As oh no! Uh, do you think they're falling off? Do you think that was on purpose? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> she was there and <laughs> yes, because that was her first look, her first, uh, first 
I, first foray on Drag honest, Race and it was or a fashion fail. So this was an actual fashion fail. To be honest with you, Dylan, I don't like to think about season 11. <laughs> so, no. Uh, I didn't get the throwback, but I loved that it was obviously like um, the dress was falling off. It's like she was trying it on in the middle of trying it on and someone walks in on her and she's like, ah, ah, and she's like covering herself and she sold it. She did great acting. Um, I I really did. I loved it. I, nice. I think the dress itself is fantastic. Yeah. Um, even if it's not completely on her. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And she made it herself because she makes, makes everything, everything herself. Everything herself. God, I love her. Yeah, it's an absolute nyas. Nyas. Now, Kylie is Kylie. goes to the Trinity Cabernet School of Fashion Fails where <laughs> she's like, oh, I've got, I've got a splodge on me. I've got a, got a perfectly designed splodge. She works at Hot Dog on a Stick and she uh, has uh, – Sauce mustard stains on her that were not natural. They're designed onto mm. the outfit. Where's the glitter mustard, <laughs> says Michelle Visage. Yeah, Michelle's critique there was a little weird. Where's the glitter mustard? The I know you love sauce. glitter. I know you love glitter. Why didn't you put glitter How do you on glitter, your... like bloody tomato sauce? I don't anyway. know. For me, the fail was that it was like a cartoon animated splotch. Mm. I didn't love the wig. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad at the wig. Mm. Little, little short red number. We don't really get that from her very often. No. It's just... Versatility. It's too pretty. It's too pretty. Where's she getting all those corn dogs from? Do you like how there was the, all the connections? The, basically, what we learned from Untucked was there was a lot of connections. Bloody Raja was talking about the bunny rabbit tail from from her tucking uh-huh, tape. Sure. And Trinity was dressed as a rabbit. Uh, uh, Sonic, Kylie Sonic Love. She was had her corn dogs. What's her face? Shadow self because of corn dogs. Eureka shadow self because of corn dogs. Oh, so it was a lot of like, what a coincidence! Wow, I'm so sorry. Also, like they've probably been here for so long that they're reading into everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm really sad that I missed Untuck this week. Wow, that sounds like such a oh, wow. I mean, you missed it. You didn't miss it. <laughs> I purposefully didn't watch it because at this point, guys, if something happens in Untucked, social media is going to tell us. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of done with it. Uh, next on the runway is Ginger Minge. And I liked this uh, storyline a lot because I love watching these videos on YouTube where people like burn their hair off or um, stuff like that. And it's so uh, <laughs> fucking, have you seen the one of um, the young girl who is trying to like straighten her hair and it just won't. And she's like, why are you doing that? Why did they do this? And she'll go, uh, not, uh, <laughs> I live for it so much. Um, but uh, yeah, Ginger Minge burns all over her face and hair burnt off with her hair curling iron. Uh, with her hand. And oh, very funny. Yeah, on her hand too. Um, Hopefully she did the lipstick with the other hand. So she <laughs> yeah. I got to be honest though, I hate the dress. <laughs> it's just so boring. And it's too, it's very, this is just quintessential ginger at this point. Like this is her, this is her vibe. This is her silhouette. It's yeah. like 60 year old woman and it's not as exciting to me. No offense to 60 year old women out there listening yeah. um, who might be in my, my demographic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just that, that style isn't for me. And then choo, 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 the hot mess express comes by. What? The hot mess <laughs> express, which is one of my favorite, like. Expressions for someone, and that describes the next person. Oh, but is Hot it a nyasa or a pass? For oh, for ginger. Oh. So. <laughs> pa, I've, nyas, nyas. I love ginger. Ginger for the win. Um, did we do? Did we do bloody? Yes, we've done them all. I think 
<laughs> prompt, <laughs> yes. Wasn't the prettiest. Eh. She hit, she hit the brief. It's just the dress I didn't really like. I'm still going to give it an ass because she did she did the job. Yeah. She did the job. She did the job. She had the gags. And lastly, Eureka. Now, this is where, again, people are just going to say that I'm only saying this because I hate her. No, it's true. What's the fashion fail here? That it's windy? Windy? Can you not see the stains on her titty? And what? that she can see, you can see her underwear. She's got toilet on her. Yeah, it's windy. Yeah, because she- well, This that, is total hot mess express. No, but this just looks like- But so what is is her dress in her the, underwear because it's windy? No, because she's a mess. Oh, because she's a mess. And but she's got the hair, slobby. But the, the hair, hair falling. Is, I don't get the hair falling off. No, I don't either. I don't know how that happens. Um, the undies, the toilet. It's too much. It's it's hot mess. It's express. five different narratives at yeah. once. Like if you're going to do windy, do what Joe Black did for the mm. seaside runway and where go the home dress as well. Was, and go home. Yeah, that's what I would appreciate. Um, um, it kind of looks like Elsa on a bender. <laughs> she's left the snow She's having a night out with the gals Elsa after she puts on some COVID weight And uh, Let it yeah. go Let, Let it go. go Can't hold it back anymore uh, Yeah it's a pass from me sorry Yeah Sorry it's just that it, oh. The storyline is follows fashion the prompt. Follows the prompt No but like it. She didn't need multiple different prompts Like the fashion Was it that her hair was messy or that It was all of the above But One of them doesn't justify the other it's and not, the toilet not, paper, not, the toilet paper on her shoe. It's not Where leak. did that come from? Well, obviously, she went to the bathroom, and that's why her is she dress Lohan? is in her undies. Is she Lindsay Lohan in that movie Just My Luck, where she just has a bad well, luck? She's Lindsay Lohan. She probably wouldn't wear her own undies. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a mix. It's when you think about it too much, and you go, yeah. "Oh, I'm going to do this one, this one, this one, this." Well, there's a difference between hitting the brief and just overdoing it to the point where it doesn't even make a lot of sense. So for me, it's a pass. Sorry, it's not meant to have like a freaking backstory. Not sorry. It's like she's going to have a Paramount Plus spinoff of like Eureka is a hot mess express. No, but that'll be her new World of Wonder show. Yeah. Um, you guys, Eureka won the challenge this week. Yeah, and she won the $5,000 from Levi's. And she won those uh, fucking coin dollar dollars that uh, Levi's made off of the notion of, of queer pride. So good for them. Um, putting the money back into queer artists. Why didn't they send Ginger home? That would huh? be the the gag. Why why did they all gang up and send Ginger home? Oh, you mean like with everyone being in the bottom? Yeah. I don't know. Tax Roo. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a number? Uh, no, Alaska did on on uh, race chase last week. It was hilarious. Really? Was there a response? <laughs> yes, <laughs> they had what a whole conversation on the pod. <laughs> RuPaul. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm like, listen. it can be RuPaul's secretary. <laughs> what? We've talked about this on the pod before. I fucking hate that when one person wins, everyone else is in the bottom. Yeah, no. Who would you... I would have done Trinity and Raja in the bottom. Um, Unfortunately, I would have done the same thing, yes. Uh, I think Ginger uh, was perfectly middle ground mm. and Kylie did nothing to oh, say... Oh, yeah, Kylie. That she, Kylie did nothing to say to, to be bottom-worthy mm. besides... Having a runway that was too pretty, <laughs> too pretty for a fashion fail runway. So yeah, I think the bottom two would have probably been Raja and Trinity if we were playing by regular rules. And I think we should because it doesn't make any sense for people who do well but didn't win to. It's be almost like they possibly want eliminated the gag of like they want the Manila. Eliminated. Well, yeah, they'd live for that to happen again, mm. wouldn't they? But no, you guys, uh, that's not what happened. Uh, the group did do their usual thing and vote. I. Do enjoy the lip sync assassin thing. Mm. 
I do miss the old All-Stars where we had two winners mm. every week and it was just a little simple. Whoever wins sends someone home. But I do love seeing uh, a queen come back, uh, like a, a little nice surprise for us, um, one of our faves. And, oh, I was so excited that when Jin, when uh, sorry, when Eureka was on stage waiting for her lip sync assassin, looking like a fucking clown, mm. um, the partition went up and it was season 12 winner, Jada Essence Hall. Oh my God, I love her. I love Jada Essence Hall. Anyone who is like, eh, I don't really like her that much. Well, you don't, uh, clearly aren't following her on social media because mm. she's fucking hilarious. She's fucking stunning. And she she's a drag queen. The last time she was seen on the show, she was in her lounge room. <laughs> and I'm sure she, she, oh no, she was in the finale last year, wasn't she? Yeah, she was, yeah. And well, she was in, in, a car in the car park. park. Yeah. And, then in <laughs> and she got in the car and got to the... Um, but I, I fucking love Jada Essence Hall so much and I was so glad she came back. Weirdly, they build her as Jada Essence Hall season six. But when, uh, uh, no, did season, season 12. Season 12. But when Bianca Del Rio was on, she was season six winner. Oh, they didn't include the winner. They didn't say the winner. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind that. I mean, we know she won and we know she's fucking sickening. And um, I am just... Uh, uh, really glad that we got the chance to see a lip sync again. And um, but Ginger, I mean, Ginger wasn't ready because Ginger wasn't on stage. Eureka <laughs> wasn't ready, and it's like, oh, do we have to do this? No, don't we do have to do this? And then RuPaul's just like, okay, no, let's just go home. <laughs> Which I think <laughs> RuPaul didn't have to be convinced. It's like, no, oh let's go God, home. no, no. I already this, got my sweatpants on. At this point, neither did I. If they just <laughs> ended the episode there, I'd be like, all right, fine. <laughs> but question me this, riddle me this: What happens to the twenty k if Jada won? By herself, which um, I think she should have won by herself. Uh, well, let's get into it. Does uh, it go to the Trevor Project? Let's get into it. The, They're like, oh. The lip sync song is Good Golly, Miss Molly by Little Richard. Now, this is has an interesting category. Why? Can you name lip sync songs that have appeared on RuPaul's Drag Race that are performed by people impersonated on Snatch Game? Well, every Britney song ever. Britney is, is an artist that's been on Snatch Game. And Ariana. Ariana. Was Tatiana did it. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, unfortunately. That was something that's not on my list, but that's included. Um, Lil Richard, of course. Yep. Um, we haven't had an Adele lip sync yet. That'd be interesting. That's what I was saying. We haven't had mm. probably that money. <laughs> yeah. No, Adele should be a guest judge. Yeah. For sure. Um, who else? I'm trying to think. Who, oh, obviously Beyonce. Wait, have we yeah, had Beyonce lip sync? Beyonce lip sync. Oh, too expensive. Um, uh, no one's done Mariah Carey on Snatch, have they? No. No, Shangela did her for that uh, weird uh, super uh, superstar mm. divas. Thing. Divas. Um, no, I'm I'm struggling to go back through all the um the fucking uh, think snatch, of snatches. One of Kutch's least favorite songs. Oh, what's one of Kutch's least favorite songs? Something that I don't watch uh, Trixie and Kutch nearly as much as you do, Dylan. So <laughs> I wouldn't know uh, at all. Think of uh, things lions say, but also. How you can have oh, sex. Oh, the Miss the Miss Katy Perry number. Yeah. Roar. I've, I've got Britney, Whitney, Katie, Nikki, oh, Whitney, Gaga, Little Richard. Gaga. Aretha, who is featured in Gaffin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But also the main person that's been in, like the most features artist that's also been featured on Snatch Game. Everyone, everyone's Guardian Angel. What? You're the Guardian Angel for all of us. Oh, RuPaul. RuPaul. <laughs> I'm sorry. The answer's always RuPaul. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Who could forget uh, Ru's appearance on Snatch Game? Um, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. Love you, Tricks. Um, yeah, of course. They lip sync to Ru all the time. Yeah. 
But no, that's a, that's a fun little game. Yeah. Um, they should do an Adele number. That would yeah. be wicked. What song though? Um, something with a little bit of gravitas to build toward, like Hello, because it mm. starts out slow, but then it gets. Um, or maybe Send My Love to Your New Lover. Yeah. That's a good one too. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, Rolling in the Deep would be sick, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Maybe uh, UK3. Maybe that's something we can look forward to. Ding, yeah. ding, dong. Um, you guys, I got to say, this was a fun lip sync. Um, was Eureka pulling out uh, every stop she could think of imaginable? Yes. She was rolling on stage. Rolling down the river. And uh, as you said, Dylan, it was a double win. Yeah, but if Jada won, but what's going to happen at the 20K? Well, here's the thing, Does it Dylan, go to the Trevor Here's project? the thing. Me, being me, Mr. Producer Fuckery that I am, they were going to give the money to the Queen anyway. Mm. Eureka was going to win. Mm. But Eureka clearly didn't win, so they both won. Mm. So they could get rid of the money. She, Eureka mm. did No, guys, this is just straight up. Eureka didn't win that lip sync. Jada did. But mm. the reason they both won was because they got to get rid of the money, give the money to a queen, and both of the queens had the same name. And Rue knew that. They know who whose yeah. lipsticks were chosen. Yeah. So they had no, there's no skin in the game. They didn't have to risk the fact that there might be a top and three. And Trinity of voted four. for Eureka last week and Eureka voted for Trinity. It's like, yeah. do one to They others. knew. And the same thing happened when there was a double win with Brooklyn Heights and Raja earlier mm. this season. They both, they know who the, they had the same lipstick. Except with Pandorange. And, oh, the no, same thing happened, didn't it? No, they both went. Yeah, no, no, they didn't both win. The All-Stars rules, uh, it was a tie. Who went? It was Jan. So it was Jan twice. <laughs> well, um, oh God, I feel like I've got dementia. Alex, Alexis had a tie, but Trinity had hers, which was Jan. But because Alexis was a tie, Trinity's oh, Lippy, Trinity's Lippy was yeah. the tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, Remember, yeah. we were there. We watched that episode together. Feels like seven years ago. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> In a whole other world when we could go outside. We don't know, though, who TKB voted for. We don't. Did, what, was that not in Untucked? No. Really? No. That was one of the only reasons I, I watched Untucked. To I see feel like we're going to find for. out next week. Who? Oh, I think it's going to be... <clears throat> I don't care. Raja. I don't care. Probably, Probably. Raja. Because she does like something. I think Trinity has said before, Raja does something similar. You guys, uh, we did have to say goodbye to Trinity K. Bonet, and it kills me. But She was a bit devastated. She was, I felt like ever since she's been the person that has been the moody queen, she's kind of felt like she was just going home. Yeah. Like her crying, like saying it's not fair. It's like, I thought it isn't fair. <laughs> Like, why is this person getting a second chance? Well, um, and you're the first person to not be able to get a second chance. Do you know chance. why? I think it's not fair because she um, has done so well this season. Mm. It doesn't make a lot of the uh, honestly, me being me, yet again, the only reason she's not in the top four is because Rue wants Eureka in the top four. Mm. But we could have 2021, could be the year that we have multiple thick bitches in the drag race. Hall of Fame slash winners. You think it could be a double crowning with? No, no, I'm thinking. Well, we've already had Lawrence Cheney. Like, oh yeah, Lawrence Cheney. Yeah. She's um, she is a big girl. It's just there hasn't been an American. There've been 19 winners. Yeah. Of Drag Race in the US, and none of them are big girls. Well, when they won, no offense, Jinx, but like when they won, they weren't big yeah. girls. Now might be a different story. Yeah. But um, and that's hate. No hate. We love. All of our queens, no matter what yeah. size or shape of their body or their skin color, we don't give a shit. 
Um, but yeah, it would be great to have a big girl win this season. I'm devastated that Trinity has gone home, but with our top four being Ginger, Kylie, Sonic Love, Raja, and Eureka, Dylan, who's going to win? They did the hashtags. They did the, who do you want to win for? Who yes. Do like, don't listen to social media, but tweet us out. <laughs> we want to listen to you. They didn't go in alphabetical order, which they sometimes do. Yeah, they do they usually do in alphabetical order. They didn't go in order of the line that was standing out. And they also included in the hashtag, which you're a social media gal, like you should know, Eureka's name with, with an, an exclamation, exclamation mark, point. which is like, <laughs> which have doesn't you come up in a hashtag. Hashtag before. Um, I'm Ginger. Yeah, I'm yeah. Team Ginger as well. Like Kylie, if there was a miscongeniality in uh, All Stars, would get it 110%. Yeah. I think. Raj has been incredible as someone that I'm like, yeah, she's in it. I'm sure she'll <laughs> like. I didn't have her in my top four. I didn't. No, me either. But I really have loved. I'm glad she's there. Season. She's I'm, been doing yeah, it herself. She's done so well. I'm very, I'm very glad that she was there. And I'm very glad she did so well. But yeah, Ginger's just been great. Ginger's been great, and I think she is someone who um, has proven herself as someone who's come back multiple times mm. as such as a queen that is worthy of that Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, yeah, I am Team Ginger, but I would love to see Kali win and I would love to see Raja win. So, I'm, there's, you know, a few things could happen next week where I'm going to be, like, sitting on my lounge room in lockdown clapping with a with a uh, glass of uh, vodka seltzer in my hand and just going, yes, bitch. And another week to flood your basement because he's back. Did you see him in the preview? Oh, he's going to be back next week. Jamal. Guys, Jamal Sim. For this is our country. He's been he he posted some stuff on Insta and I gotta tell you. Do you think it's a little bit biased that it's country, given that they're I suppose ginger all country sort of country. Queens. Yeah, they're all country queens. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. But like I can imagine right uh Trinity, yeah, Trinity, if they were still there, she was still there, he was still there. Pronouns, I don't know what it says on his <laughs> Levi's jacket or their Levi's jacket. Um I can imagine it would be hard for, for Trinity to be country. He him. I just checked Trinity's Insta pronouns. Him. him. But also not country. Like he's <laughs> quite, like I can't imagine him eating country food and driving a tractor and no. sleeping with his sister. Not at all. Yeah, very convenient. Very convenient. Mm. Mm. No, guys, at this point I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, Put a cork in it. Um, like, like we said, next week is the finale of All Star 6. This is so exciting. We're Team Ginger over here, but we also Also, don't. you're Team Ginger as well. Yes, I am Team Ginger okay. as well. And I, I truly... Um, but whatever happens, I know it's going to be a great finale. Um, it's been a ripper of a season to watch that probably should have ended a few weeks ago. But And the Hall know. of Fame isn't real. And the so Hall like, of Fame... There is no real hall in RuPaul's house <laughs> that they have. It's like you visit it. You guys, make sure you follow Not Another Drag Race pod on Insta for uh, content from the pod. We're going to be posting all the memes we can find. Uh, to make uh, lockdown bearable and make uh, this excruciating waits for the finale of Drag Race All-Star 6 uh, bearable. Um, also, uh, make sure you follow and subscribe to the pod wherever you're listening. Uh, and if you're listening on Apple Music, uh, please go give us a uh, little rate and review because that really helps out the pod. And I'm so excited for next week, you guys. It's oh, finale time. I love a finale. I love sitting on the edge of... Yeah, let's wrap it the fuck up. My God, it should have ended weeks ago. And then, who knows... UK could be on Have our we confirmed it the week after? We haven't. It hasn't been confirmed the start date yet, but it could be very, very soon. So who knows? Mm. But this is very exciting. Dylan, my bubble buddy and uh, drag race aficionado, 
Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Hopefully, potentially, I know people in Melbourne, people in Victoria, hopefully we can watch the finale in some sort of not lockdown six scenario. You think in the next week we're going to, before Thursday night, we're going to be out of lockdown? Isn't that what it's meant to be? No. <laughs> it's what's meant to be. I don't think it will. There's a game with it. There's a lockdown within a lockdown. <laughs> and just finally, if you haven't done all the things I just told you, please do this. Get vaccinated, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's time. It is never, now has never been an easy, well, not easier, but it has been more of an opportunity to get vaccinated. You know what to do. If you want to get AstraZeneca, talk to your GP. I did. And get, there you go. Dylan got his AstraZeneca jab. If you want to get Pfizer, well, bitch, good luck getting a booking because there's not a lot of supply and it's open to everyone over the age of 16. So it could be tough. But the thing is you go and get your booking. Go to covid19nearme.com.au and there is everything you need in terms of exposure sites, which is very important right now, considering how fucked we are, but also all the clinics and hubs near you doing vaccinations that have uh, any supply. It tells you when you can book, how many days in advance, like how many days you can do it in. Just make sure you get vaccinated. I can't say it again. I'm going to. I don't think to. I can get Pfizer because you know why? I went why? to Aldi today and I got ID'd. We were buying alcohol at Aldi and we're wearing a face mask. So I don't know if that added to anything, <laughs> but it's like, I'm either like too young to be 18 or too young to be 25, which is when they have to ask for the IDs. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw that in. I'm young. We get vaccinated, <laughs> but I'm young. I'm glad you told us. <laughs> we get vaccinated so I can have a long life. So I can live to 30, like a few. Yeah, yeah, years. yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, guys, that's just it. Okay, make sure you uh, stick around for next week's finale episode of the pod, but also get fucking vaccinated, you motherfuckers. Uh, what a great way to end the pod. <laughs> what a positive message. Hey, those, those positive don't affirmations. preach to people. What? What's the, the vibe from RuPaul? Don't preach to tell them to get vaccinated. Something, something, something. Oh, advice, yeah, yeah, advice, yeah. advice. I'm so sorry, Ru. I'm completely ignoring your expert advice. You guys have a great week and please look after yourselves in lockdown. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.